I'm Carrie Pitkin, Head of Client Solutions at PIMCO Prime Real Estate. And I'm passionate about getting the ESG equation right and making brown buildings into the best green buildings we can. Welcome back to the Word Bold Podcast, where we chat with the leaders in commercial real estate to answer all questions, space as a service. This podcast is for anyone involved in commercial real estate in any way. If you're an investor, a fund manager, developer, property manager, agent, or broker, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Welcome back to the Work Bold Podcast. I'm Morgan Pierstorff, and this is episode six of season 10 of the Work Bold Podcast. This episode, Caleb is back at the ULI Red Sofa in Madrid, this time with Carrie Pitkin, Head of Client Solutions for PIMCO, for a discussion around the uncertainty plaguing the current marketplace. For Carrie, patience is the watchword, but she breaks down a number of other trends and undercurrents in the market that we can learn from during this waiting game. That includes getting the ESG equation right and deploying smart tech in buildings. Data is key when it comes to asset management, of course, but also recognizing the new realities in Europe, both from a regulatory perspective and from occupier demands. This all has implications, of course, for the capital stack, which take Carrie and Kayla back to some season one work bold conversations that I'm sure our listeners will enjoy. As always, if you have any questions or feedback or topics you want covered, reach out to Caleb on Twitter at Caleb underscore Parker or send him a DM on LinkedIn, where you can also find me as well. Now, on with the show. Now, as you heard in our trailer, NorNorm is the headline sponsor. So in this episode, we're going to be unveiling the strategies that operators use to leverage NorNorm to boost their revenue and minimize CapEx. How can operators turn sustainable workplace solutions into a more profitable venture? Stay tuned as we journey through insightful conversations with NorNorm co-founder and one of their customers. Jonas, how can operators make money with NorNorm? Well, I think with Norm coming in and streaming furniture, we've actually enabled especially operators to help their existing clients move into bigger spaces. One great example, of course, is Epicenter in Stockholm. We've helped grow nearly 7,000 square meters on companies that had smaller studios. But as soon as a vacant space comes in through this cooperation partner, AMF, Epicenter being able to actually chop it up, put furniture in there, and then rent it out in smaller perspectives. And I think that has been super good way for them to actually help their clients and keep the relationship with their clients that they're in an operator. And also this is zero risk. They can sell it directly initially to a couple of corporates, and then they actually take on the space. We furnish it. And if they would want to ramp it down, we'll collect the furniture. Now on with the show. Jeff, let's kick it. Welcome to the Word Bowl Podcast, Carrie. It's nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's fantastic to, to be sitting here with you on this red couch. We're here at the ULI conference. We've had lots of good content this morning. What sort of conversations are you having? Well, I just think it's fabulous to be here with all these people. You know, it is still very new to come into these big conferences. And I think the key topic is uncertainty. So getting to people's view on the duration of uncertainty is key to, to your thought process. Well, certainly. And one of those aspects of uncertainty is obviously the high interest rate environment right now and how that might affect real estate investing. So I'd love to get your opinion on how you guys are looking at that. It's a really interesting cocktail of uncertainty today. So with the rising rates, inflation, geopolitical tensions, war in Europe, it really calls for patience. 
until we can fully understand the implication of these changes. You know, but also you need to step back and remember what are the key secular trends that are, we're focused on being demographic, sustainability, and digital. And those themselves are a strong undercurrents to even accelerate some of the impacts in this cyclical time. I think, but we have to remember that this impact is greater than just real estate markets. We need to brace ourselves for that environment where not only do we have the denominator effect everyone is talking about, but we also have the investment pie effect, which means we might not see real estate allocations grow in the foreseeable future, which will make investors even more selective and restrictive about new investments. I think your comment about patience is, is super critical right now in a time where there's a lot of companies and you can look at the data, there's a lot of lease events coming up. Uh, there's a lot of square foot out there or square meter, depending on where you're sitting right now, that it could be vacant soon. And then the landlords who have these assets it, that aren't necessarily up to sustainable standards. We've been talking with ULI about this for quite some time, that um, those assets need to be brought up to sustainable standards. They can't sit back and be patient. <laughs> so I think patience is, is key if you're an investor, of course, because you got to see what happens, especially with the repricing hasn't, hasn't set yet. But there's asset owners who, well, I think their patients are probably turning into anxiety. So there's no question there. I just want to make that statement. No, but Caleb, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is when in these times, portfolio and asset management are absolutely key. And, you know, from our perspective, we do take a long-term view on investing, which means we manage our property. So they're core. We have a buy-hold approach. We look and target income-producing assets. So we want to always have stability and resilience for our clients. So in this environment, you know, our asset managers are focusing on driving those operational improvements to align the buildings we also need to be aware of where we are in the whole ESG construct. So we need to align our buildings to what we use as the CREM decarbonization pathway. And in doing that, we're also deploying smart technology into our buildings so that we can capture data to make sure that we are showing improvements over time because data is absolutely key when it comes to asset management. This season, we've interviewed Louise from Longevity. and She's helping a lot of different buildings look at that data and understand where they are on that crimp pathway, which is super important. And these operational efficiencies that can be put into place to drive NOI. And I think that there's a carrot and a stick approach to that where you know the looming or imminent regulations coming down, but also customer demand for sustainable buildings. So I'm just curious with all these sort of new rules in place, how does that change how your allocations shift? We've seen some fund allocations divest, but then, you know, we've seen others say there's an opportunity here. So curious to hear your perspective on this. Yeah, sure. So let's just consider what is the new reality. Okay. Europe, we have a series of energy efficiency deadlines in the short and medium term, which are having an impact actually on how you think about allocation. You know, as an example, in the UK, by April next year, you need to be an EPCE or above to legally lease your buildings. That's going to move to C in 2027 and B in 2030. So that has a little bit of a leeway, but not a lot of leeway in order to improve buildings. The second new reality is that the pandemic has fundamentally changed where and how the world uses space. You know, in some regions, attendance, office attendance is radically different in, than in others. 
And so that is saying that occupiers, they have a whole new set of needs beyond just what we traditionally have provided as a real estate owner. You know, we need to create solutions for clients, not just physical spaces. And that goes with the hybrid working and creating buildings that people want to come. That's a destination as opposed to an office, right? So those are two new realities that impact on, on allocation decisions. And sustainability is not just about office. It's an opportunity and it's across all asset classes. So that's another one, right? So what do you do with this when you're looking at allocations in this uncertain environment on a macro event, these changing or these, in some cases, we might argue improving set of rules, right? So when we look about it, office, office is still repricing. We still think, you know, people will look at favoring opportunities where there is to create value. A lot of this means is benefiting from brown to green repositionings, you know, looking at core assets because that's where people are going to want to go. But you have to realize that there is still a general malaise around the sector, but that means you've got to look in the details, right? So, so let's move to something a little bit stronger in terms of fundamentals, in terms of today with less uncertainty. So that's where logistics comes in. And a lot of high demand still driven by the e-commerce growth, the stockpiling, the reshoring. All of this is still supporting future rent growth. We expect that this will be a highly sought after class when investors return to the market. The other place that we also see our allocations is in residential. Let's not forget about the need of housing. And this is, you know, completely demand supply imbalance across all jurisdictions in Europe. So targeted strategies towards residential, looking at less cash flow risk than maybe some of the other asset classes. So this, that is what's driving more allocation to logistics and residential is the fundamentals. Now, of course, we all like bright, shiny things. So we look at alternatives in terms of the future. Right. So we're looking at the digitalization trends, et cetera. So hence you look at things like life sciences and data centers as sort of the next wave. So overall, you know, you, you do take things into consideration, but I think we still see some pockets of opportunity today. Back in the studio this time with Kuhn Betlam, Commercial Manager at Edge Workspaces, the flex workspace arm of Edge, an office real estate developer in European cities like Berlin, Amsterdam, London, and Hamburg, to name a few. Welcome to the Workbook Podcast, Kuhn, and tell me about your partnership with Nornorm. Joining forces with Nornorm was a strategic move. A circular approach aligned perfectly with our vision for a sustainable future. Beyond the ethical impact, it made solid business sense, increased demand, improved tenant satisfaction and operational efficiency where potential benefits we couldn't ignore. And stay tuned for later in the show where we hear about how it went at Edge Stadium Amsterdam. Bring it back to office for a moment. I'm curious, you know, where offices, you said rightly that customers are expecting a lot more, offices becoming more operational and, and there's the sustainability ESG factor where yesterday's core product might be today's value add product. So where do you see the opportunities within office? We see that there is becoming a bifurcation in the market. We see that there is repricing going on. But at the same time, we see that the core CBD green product is seeing rent increases and maintaining value in these uncertain times. Why is that? And that is, again, going back to 
the high quality location in the CBD is a draw to bring people back into the office. Having the high quality office is also a draw in this war on talent to get you know, more people back into the office. But also another thing that we have to think about is also the flexibility that is required in the tenant's need. So, you know, signing a lease for a full building may not be exactly what they want. And having some of that optionality around flexible space, whether it's you do it yourself as a landlord or you have a flexible space tenant, that gives more flexibility as well to the current office market. And I think we'll start to see more and more of that as well as location with amenities. And I'm not talking amenities in terms of bicycles and showers, but the local amenities in terms of getting to the right restaurants, having the theaters, having the reason to come into that area that you call an office. 100%. That's a super important. One of my uh, guests earlier today, Tebow, was talking about location, location, location is still a thing. I would add service, service, service is also now mm -hmm. a thing. And I think that your, your comments about getting people, the, the war for talent, getting people back into the office, I think it's there's more pressure on motivating people versus mandating people today. And that's where that flight to quality comes in. We've been advising and consulting with a lot of asset owners about how to bring in that flex component. Sometimes that is on a lease, and but we're seeing a big increase in management agreements on that. Okay, so my final question for you is, and I, I hopefully can leave this on a high note because there's 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 a lot of opportunity out here today, and I want to hear from you and what is needed to successfully unlock those. As positive as I have been, I now need to be a little bit less in saying, you know, that the forthcoming distress that we see is actually going to favor special situations and private credit. So with this volatility, why we still are have uncertain and declining valuations rising borrowing costs, tighter financial conditions, all of this actually pushes you to want to be lower in the capital stack, which means, quite frankly, that we see debt, credit as the best opportunity today to unlock returns for investors. Where do you capture this across the risk spectrum? So, you know, looking at the refinancing wall that's coming, also looking at participating in refinancing as well. So capturing more market shares, other market participants retrench in this time. It also gives us, you know, the opportunity to recapitalize high quality assets at lower LTVs, more attractive spreads, because that's where we are in the rate environment. And then, you know, if, if we did move up into the equity side, I would say it would be cautious deployment right now. And most of that would be coming from more people that need more immediate liquidity. So, not distressed properties, but maybe there's a bit more distress in the ownership structure. So overall, you know, there's a lot going on. I think we have to think about the duration of how long this is going to last. And we have to really be cautious. But there is opportunity, particularly in, you know, different areas of the capital stack today. Well, I'm going to go back to season one of, of the Workbook podcast and my friend, Dror Poleg. He talked about how the capital stack for real estate needs to be a bit disrupted. You know, maybe it, it took a pandemic and quite a few changes on the customer side to, to cause this disruption. And I think this, this capital stack recapitalization, maybe I would call it, is happening. I think and for the patient investors that have the capital, now is probably the time. 
So thank you so much for sharing your insights with us. No, thank you very much, Caleb. I really enjoyed sitting here on the red couch with you at this great ULI event. And hopefully we'll speak again soon. Awesome. Well, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, take care of yourself. We're back in the studio with Kuhn from Edge. Looking forward to hearing how it went at Edge Stadium. Kuhn. Our collaboration bore remarkable fruit, especially from some of the scale-up customers that we support. We witnessed a surge in tenant interest, higher occupancy rates, and an elevated brand reputation within the industry. Thank you so much, Kuhn, for sharing your journey with Nornorm. Really excited about the future of Nornorm in the office industry. Be sure to check out Nornorm.com. I believe they are the future of office real estate. And of course, I want to thank my Newflex colleague, Morgan Pierstore, for collaborating with me on this episode. A big shout out to Jeff for all your behind the scenes magic to produce the show. And my friend, mentor, and podcast prophet, Mr. Jason Allen Scott, for all your coaching, wisdom, and time to help me become a better host. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And remember, fortune favors the bold. I want to thank our headline sponsor, Nornorm, who we heard from across this episode. If you don't know what Nornorm does, just a quick reminder, Nornorm is a furniture-as-a-service company. Last episode, I shared the second of three reasons why I believe they are a huge part of the future of our industry and why I wanted them as our headline sponsor. Here's my third reason. Nornorm helps operators, landlords, and companies shift furniture from CapEx to OpEx and enable a truly flexible managed office. This is huge for everyone when underwriting deals and super important for fast-growing companies to conserve their cash. Don't buy furniture. Subscribe. Drumroll, please. P.S. If you want to find out about future-proofing your portfolio, head over to newflex.com. Making a high-quality podcast like this one takes a lot of work. That's a fact. But not when you hire a podcast company. With our White Glove experience, we handle everything for you. From guest outreach all the way through to publishing and promotion, we handle it all. You show up to hold great interviews and build relationships with your guests, and we take care of everything else. Podcasting is not just about the audience. Every podcast interview is the start of a new relationship. With a weekly podcast, you'd build relationships with 52 ideal partners or prospects through your podcast interviews over the next 12 months. Do you believe that 52 new relationships would help grow your business? We do. Contact jason at apodcastcompany.com and let's talk.